I'd like to share some thoughts on why I think cultivating wisdom is more important than ever these days. In a way, cultivating wisdom is always important. Um, It's a primary driver of human beings. But in this information age now moving into um, a possible artificial intelligence age, I think this is something we need to talk about. So I just wanted to share some thoughts I've been having about this, some some of, of my personal beliefs, which um, you don't have to believe, <laughs> just sharing some things with you. So first off, I was thinking the other day of this analogy of, of a desert, uh, wandering in the desert thirsty. And I feel like when I peruse the internet, um, you know, the, the proliferation of just content-driven um, social media, all that kind of thing, um, and the irony is not lost on me, by the way. I understand this is part of that, right? Uh, but hopefully we can, we can, you know, talk about some things that are a little bit deeper. But um, yeah, when, when everything's driven by information, it feels like, um, you know, so many of us are left thirsty. It's like a, it's like a desert of information, just, just full of information. Um, but we're all thirsty. We're all thirsty for wisdom. We're all thirsty for... Uh, genuine okayness, genuine, um, I would say, wisdom. Uh, but wisdom doesn't have to necessarily mean intelligence uh, uh, as wisdom. And so I'll go into that a little bit here. Um, so first off, I think we are entering a very interesting new phase of the information age because uh, with AI, information is going to proliferate um, even more and it's going to start to become indistinguishable if it hasn't you know, already by the time you're watching this, uh, information is going to start becoming uh, indistinguishable. Uh, that's that's you know whether it's driven by a human or driven by artificial intelligence. And um, I'm of the kind of notion that this is just sort of something we're going to have to live with. Um, the the cat is out of the box, so to speak. I don't think we could put it back in. And of course, you know, there's lots to discuss on AI. I believe that it's it's incredibly important that we find um, safe ways to use AI and we set up measures to um, not only understand, but also put into place some measures of what a post-AI world can look like. Because, you know, now we're going to have not only regular spam, but we're going to have, you know, deep fake spam, you know, so so fun, more fun. So again, um, I was talking to a friend the other day about this because obviously uh, AI is just a tool. It's not, I don't believe technology is necessarily good or bad. I think it's how we use it um, as human beings. And so AI can both become a boon uh, to, to human human development and it can also uh, become, uh, let's say like a, like a, a chaotic, um, traumatic, destructive um, vehicle as well. So, you know, I don't necessarily... No, if I believe that'll be driven by AI itself, I think at least in the beginning, it's more driven by us. But um, this isn't a video on AI. Um, but I do believe that, that you know, with the proliferation of AI tools, um, our relationship to knowledge, information, and wisdom is going to start to change. And what I mean by that is, you know, we're you know, I see out there, and, and this is maybe just my perception, so, so I don't want to say it's the truth, but it's just my perception that, um, like I said, there's there's this desert, this dry, arid, you know, um, place we we take to be wisdom, but it's not wisdom; it's fake wisdom. 
you know, information, even including this video, it, it's, it's not wisdom. It's just something we can take away, develop a connection to it. You know, for instance, like I share a lot of Buddhist wisdom on this um, channel and through my blogs and all that. And so the idea is for you to take it away and to uh, work with it, to chew on it, to churn on it, to ask questions, to bring it into practice if you're a meditator already. And, you know, wisdom from my experience is, is born, even though I don't have a lot of wisdom, but you know what little wisdom I do um, is born from uh, rubbing up against our human condition. And what I mean by that is we might take some information or a meditation practice um, or listen to someone, someone else's wisdom, and we're going to take those ideas conceptually in, and we're going to rub them against our own human condition, which includes our, um, our attachment and includes our aggression and includes our compassion, our love, um, our interconnection. So it includes both things that are... Um, we could say more to the destructive side and things that are um, pro-social and, and things we want to increase. So we're, we're rubbing knowledge or information against our own human experience, our own personal experience. But where this becomes a desert and does not cultivate wisdom is when we just take information in, we conceptually confirm, you know, one of our own biases or move towards information that just reaffirms our own beliefs and we don't get anywhere. We just sort of entrench ourselves further in bias. Another version of this is just sort of chasing wisdom via information, which puts us into a bind because we're mistaking information or we can even say conceptual knowledge for wisdom. We're, um, in my experience, like I said, the, the teeny, teeny, tiny wisdom I've been able to derive from the Buddhist path, um, it's hard-earned. It's it's challenging uh, because of that factor I, I spoke about a minute ago, that it has to come up against our own human uh, experience, our own human condition, our own you know emotions, what we like about them, what we don't like about them, our own thoughts, our own identities, our own relationships of the world, right? Um, and that's hard-earned because it's, it, it, you know, honestly, it sucks <laughs> most of the time. It's hard. It's challenging. So I just want to acknowledge that. Um, for me, developing wisdom, you know, when it's quick and easy, I think for, for me personally, not judging anyone else, that's a sign that it's not genuine wisdom. It's just sort of something I'm bolstering my ego with or bolstering an identity with to feel, um, secure or to feel in control or to feel, um, intelligent or worthy or whatever. So, I don't rely on that so much anymore, meaning, you know, I'm not as interested in, in engaging with my my own mind, my life, others, and information in that way. Um, the where information does help me is when I take it and I implement it, and um, I grow a new relationship to something in my life, like, for instance, to my work or to my, my Dharma path, my meditation, um, to my relationships, to fatherhood right so there's there's all these things that i think become not only beneficial but they help us to connect with wisdom now at this point maybe i should define wisdom wisdom you know for me doesn't necessarily have a singular definition i'm going to define it from the buddhist path perspective as that's what i know a little bit more about um and in buddhism we have two kinds of wisdom we have conceptual wisdom 
which can be helpful. It's like intelligence is growing um, our understanding of ourselves in the world and then hopefully implementing more positive uh, behaviors and more positive ways of working with our minds, emotions, thoughts, communications, etc. So it's one type of wisdom. And then really what, what Buddhism is after is the second type of wisdom we call prajna. Prajna um, in Sanskrit refers more to non-conceptual wisdom, yeshe in Tibetan. Um, though, I mean, there is some subtlety in these terms. Um, depends how they're used and what context. But in general, it refers to the actual nature of things, how things are. Um, what that means is, is in some way, from the Buddhist path perspective, we are not seeing things as they are. That was sort of the premise of the Buddhist teachings. And that's not an insult. That's not like a religious belief necessarily. It was more something the Buddha experienced. And then he said, hey, this is what I've seen. Check this out. Here's some practices to work with to see if you can come to the same conclusion. Uh, not to reaffirm his conclusion, but to become free ourselves, right? So his whole purpose was that he felt he had found freedom, and then he wants to share what that might mean for others. And so this freedom he talked about is connected to prajna or wisdom, and it's connected to something that's not conceptual. It's connected to shifting our experience uh, from a dualistic subject-object experience to a non-dualistic experience. Um, maybe in some other videos, I'll talk more about this. But I just wanted to say a little bit, uh, because this is a type of wisdom I think most of us don't even think about. So when we think of wisdom, um, we think mostly of conceptual wisdom, which is fine. And we also might think of someone who has cultivated wisdom. Like often the, the symbol of wisdom in many cultures has been old age. Um, I think that's a wonderful symbol, right? Because it also helps us in our societies to respect people as they age to not just look at them as a burden to society, but to look at them as sources of wisdom. And and why do they have those sources of wisdom? Because they've lived longer. They've gone through more shit, right? They've just gone through more crap in their life. And so, like I said, they've rubbed up, they've had more time to rub up against their human experience. And hopefully out of that and some things they may have learned, they've managed to um understand uh, how to experience more happiness, more, more, you know, um, more connection to the things that are meaningful in life, right? Like that would be kind of a base wisdom that I think is just sort of not necessarily spiritual or religious. It's just sort of human, which is great, which is fine. So anyways, um, to wrap this, uh, this up, I, I just wanted to, to offer s some thought here, some, some perspective and, you know, like I said, I, you know, it is a little bit ironic that I'm, you know, talking about the limitations of information while offering more information here. But that's not my intention. My intention is to um, share some things I've been reflecting on around this, especially as we're coming into this age of AI and how um, how scary that is for a lot of people. Um, I obviously do not have all the answers nor, you know, pretend to have all the answers about that. Uh, but what I do know is I think the information age is going to get more more weird and more twisted, right? There, there's the potential for that, at least. Um, and so mainly what, what I want to ask you is to, you know, whatever you got from this, if you got anything, take it and reflect on it. And out of that reflection, hopefully you are able to embody a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more experiential shift in how you relate to yourself and your life in a, in a positive way, I hope. So that's about it. I just wanted to share um, 
few thoughts on this and um, let me know what you think. I, I, I really welcome your comments. I welcome your feedback. Thanks so much.